Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to hear something strange? Listen to us and you will see, this our state on Halloween. This is a place, this is a place, listeners scream in the dead of night. This is a place, everybody make a face, listen to what we cover tonight. In our show, Brandon screams Because Nate, it's Halloween I'm the one who likes to provoke Everybody with my jokes This may come at no surprise When Nate makes jokes, I roll my eyes This is a place, this is a place Halloween, 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 Halloween In this town we call home Everyone listen to our episode Welcome to this week's episode of This Is A Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who once saw Jimmy crack corn, and he did not care. Brandon. I also saw Cotton Eye Joe. Do you know where he came from? No. Do you know where he went? I don't. Did you also let the dogs out? Yes. So, yeah. Um... Apparently, you survived the hardest obstacle of 2021 yesterday. Oh, yeah. Social media shut down. I think I saw a glimpse on the news in the morning about them having issues. Yeah. But I didn't really notice (laughs) that. I was the one who let you know. Yeah. When you said, you sent me a text saying, are you watching or paying attention to this Facebook? What'd you say? Drama. I don't know. The drama. Facebook the social drama. Media drama. Yeah. The social media drama or something like that. And I thought maybe somebody on Facebook, like one of our friends or something was having a discussion like you see on Facebook. So I didn't know it was. That would have been way more fun. Didn't, yeah. That's more entertaining. Um, but apparently the stock dropped quite a bit, like millions. Uh, Zuckerberg lost like $6 billion in stock options or something like that. So I'm sure he'll regain it back. And the funny thing is too, is that Facebook had to make all their uh, update announcements on Twitter. <laughs> I think Twitter, Twitter was having like, a heyday. I think Twitter even like uh, wrote a, sent a post saying, hello, whole world or something like that. Yeah, everybody, hello, everyone. Something like that. So... It was I'm, a crazy, crazy dark day. I'm going to be honest. I would not have been mad. And I feel like a majority of people feel the same way if Facebook and Instagram just wiped clean completely. Oh, yeah? It went away? Yeah. Could you imagine? Well, <laughs> I mean, well, one, that would, it would stink for people that run their business on there. Right. But I was wondering that, too. People that their livelihood is through Facebook. But funny thing too was is that um, is the workers that were trying to get into the building to fix the problem they couldn't get in because their their security cards wouldn't work to get into the yeah. building. <laughs> so do they just start mayhem. breaking windows and doors? Yeah, probably I didn't have much did. of an option. I guess you got to call a locksmith at that point, right? I think it's at least put into perspective how much we rely and how much the world relies on social media, and if it just stops working. Cause I kept checking Twitter too. I don't even, I guess I have a Twitter account, but I never post, never do anything, but I was looking at it just to laugh at all the updates and people losing their oh. minds over it. 
all the comments. What did Twitter also say? It's just like Facebook without the pictures of your, your crazy uncle or something like that. I don't know. Twitter was having fun with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a different world, uh, social media than what we had back in the 90s. And I wonder if social media has killed uh, high school reunions. Have we had this conversation before? Because like, really, what's the point? I mean, you used to go to high school reunions, at least I think people did, to, to check up and see where people are at nowadays. But now you just get on the computer and you can see exactly what's going on in somebody's life. You probably get more information now than you would going to a high school reunion. Yeah, so, there's no point in going. You've already yeah, got it the all there. Going? What's the point of going? So, yeah, I could you just imagine what would happen if the internet just stopped working for a day? I don't even know the logistics of that or really how the internet works. I know that it was invented by Al Gore, but I don't know how it actually works other than it's on computers now. I know, but could the internet just shut down for a day? Like, could somebody just do something that created it? I don't know. I mean, it was about a year ago, but I remember like I have Comcast and it went down and my kids are like, what do we do now? It was like a Saturday. Like they didn't know like how to function without it. And it went out like a week ago. And um, I think it was on a Saturday as well, or one of their days off. And Comcast said it wouldn't be back on till like seven o'clock. And this was like at noon. So like seven hours without internet. And my kids were going to go crazy not knowing what to do with themselves when i was working at the bank still we had that day where i guess it was CenturyLink went out and we just couldn't function because everything's just all internet based yeah we went down a couple weekends ago to to designs stay at my brother-in-law's family cabin uh-huh and they don't have wi-fi down there but um, they have a cell phone booster so you can get internet and normally they say it's really good and the internet's fine but it wasn't working so you'd have to, it's like old school cell phone days where you have to be standing in the right spot for internet to work or even your phone to work and so it was nice to kind of be sort of unplugged but at the same time you have that little bit of anxiety going crap hopefully work's not trying to get a hold of me or or anything like that so different times and speaking of different times, we're going to go back today to a simpler time to where if you wanted to hang out with me on the weekend, you had to call my home phone and hopefully somebody answered and two, that I was home. If not, you'd have to leave a message. We're talking about Wheeler Farms Haunted Woods. I first will say it is a shame that the internet... The good thing about the internet is the ability to archive and have a record of things and be able to see pictures of things because before that everyone just had their Polaroids. That's basically all you had. A lot of pictures weren't digitized and even pictures like pictures from before. I'm sure there's pictures out there of things like, what we're talking about today, but someone's not going to go through and take the time to digitize them or upload them on the internet, unfortunately. 
I don't think you they would allow cameras into places like that, right? Probably so, not. Yeah. Man, remember those days where you're like, oh, I don't want to waste my film. <laughs> or you take a picture and you wouldn't know until you got it developed that Brandon was had his eyes closed in the picture. So but should we start off with Wheeler Farm? Let's do it. I think you're gonna have to do the bulk of this because the only time I went to the Wheeler Farm was it called the Haunted Woods? Haunted Woods. The Haunted Woods at Wheeler Farm, I went and I was still in a stroller when I went to it. Oh, good heavens. And because um, of my parents took me when I was really little, obviously. And because that is why I still have a hard time going to haunted houses to this day. Is that because I was so traumatized by the Haunted Woods? Mm-hmm. Well, all I know the, the back in mid 90s when i started going to haunted houses i think my first haunted house which is now i don't know if it was called this back then but the nightmare on 13th street i want to say i was like 14 or 15 years old so i think that was my first one as a kid i was terrified of the thought of going to a haunted house and then when i finally went like oh this is just like uh going to disneyland or anything else with actors and all that stuff and Anyway, so I, I kind of fell in love when I went. I think we'll say when I was 14, I was going to haunted houses. And I, back in the mid-90s to early 2000s, I feel like there was a lot of haunted houses throughout the valley, and they were all fairly inexpensive to get in. For example, Willer Farms Haunted Woods only cost $5 to get in. And one of the reasons I liked going to the Haunted Woods, it wasn't probably the scariest haunted house you could go to, um, was the fact that it's on about 40 acres. And so it, it's, it, for five bucks, you, it, it took some time. Because some of the haunted houses you'd go to, the ones around the valley, you'd pay your five to 10 bucks and you'd be done within 10 minutes. But at least the Haunted Woods, it would take an hour or so to kind of walk through all of the woods and they would have little you'd go from like what would you call it haunted scene to haunted scene so you kind of have to walk through the woods or things like that to get to the next section of the of the haunt but it wasn't like extremely terrifying um but still i thought it was it was a good time at the haunted woods and I believe it. Didn't shut down. Two thousand one is when they shut it down. That's what I think I found. Yeah, um, I heard rumors, and I don't know if these are true because we didn't have internet back in the nineties and early two thousands. Was kind of getting going. Um, as part of the reason they shut it down is because they had like their their fields, like their corn, not maize, but that's just their corn fields and stuff like that. But kids were going off course and doing things that you shouldn't do in public. <laughs> so um, I think that's part of the reason, at least the rumor I heard of why they, they shut things down. It's just too hard for, to control um, having that much land to cover. But, I don't know when it opened, but it at least, at least started in 1993 from our collective find, but it might've been before that too. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, 
or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. That sounds right. So I kind of want to know that. So if any of our listeners out there um, are old enough to remember the Haunted Woods, if they know when it started and any reasons why they stopped doing it. Do you remember anything specific from it? No, like I, um, somebody in the article wrote that it's, it wasn't super scary, but it was a good time if you had a date or something like that to get your date to like, hold on to you. You know what I mean? I think we've talked about that before. So that was probably my favorite thing. If you took a girl there is that the girl would want to hold on to you. And they had the, the classic chainsaw guy, um, and then people would be jumping out of the, the field and stuff like that to try to scare you. But I just love the fact, if I can remember correctly, it's just like, it's, it's, I love fall season. I love when it's that time of year where you just need a jacket. It's not too cold and it's not too hot. Um, and just being outside, I think that was my favorite part of it. And then um, it's part of the reason, and we haven't been there for years, is why I love the, the haunted forest in American Fork. And we will need to cover that maybe next year. Who knows? But I just like, I love the being outside when I can, especially this time of year. So that was my favorite part of it. And I love Willow Farm. I mean, everybody's been Willow Farm, right? And yeah. you have the animals and the farm aspect. Another place and we I, have to do a whole episode on. And I do believe they used to have like... Um, like a main stage, I think in their little cabin thing that they would put on a Halloween show. And then some nights they wouldn't have country line dancing that you could pay the extra couple bucks to go do. But I never did that, that part of it. You look like a line dancer. I'm surprised. Oh yeah. I get, I get my boot scoot and boogie on. <laughs> I do line dancing have... was actually really, really back in my, uh, I think like 95, 96 era that line dancing was pretty big with among at least my friends. They went line dancing all the time. I maybe went once or twice. Wasn't my thing. Now it is. Luckily, there are a couple things that we can find from, from those early days, early internet days in the ni- late 90s because... Well, number one, two things I have to mention about the Haunted Woods. First one is I know it was mentioned. We covered Dead City last year. It was a haunted house that we visited. And again, great place to go check out. So another plug for that. But the creator, Tim Riggs, mentioned that was a big inspiration for him growing up. And the other thing is the Daily Universe, a BYU magazine uh, newspaper they had a, a writer cover the haunted woods and actually reading through it they did give a lot of a good amount of details about what went on there they said it was not scary at all first of all i don't know if you were scared when you went there nate you're pretty pretty tough always protecting me when we go through the haunted stuff so 
assume you're pretty I'm tough on the outside, scared on the inside. <laughs> but they talked about a lot of the same things you'd get at a scare place in the outside, people hiding behind bushes and trees. And right. the writer noted that a lot of times you could have probably snuck up behind the scare person before they even got you. They said there was, of course, the chainsaws going off. That's what I remember as a kid. I have that very well ingrained into my mind. And he said the climax of scariness comes near the end with a black wooden maze. Around every corner you run into sneaks banging objects against the walls, causing you to turn around and try another way. After what seems like forever, someone opens one of the walls to set you free. Creativity is well used in the haunted woods with plenty of impressive props used to create a gory, spooky mood. The music, though, seems to distract more than add to the effect. At one point, I thought I was listening to elevator music. Many of the characters tried their best to be scary, but I found that I wanted to laugh at them rather than run from them. There were few who actually convinced me that they were unstable, deranged, or even scarier than me. You could probably find scarier people wandering the streets late at night. <laughs> so it was... I mean, I'm not going to do the inflation calculations, but back in the day, it was 650 for adults and 550 for children ages 3 to 11. I had to probably be two or three when I first went. That's, that seems weird to me that they'd encourage children ages 3 to 11 to go to a haunted house. I don't feel like it's the same these days at other haunted houses around the area. No, even Lagoon will have warning signs, right, about, and their haunted houses aren't really necessarily super scary. Kids just aren't as tough nowadays as they were back in the 90s, Brandon. So, You going to get onto a whole snowflake rant? Is that what I... We don't got time for it. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do that in a later episode. But overall, I, I do miss, I do miss the, the Wheeler Farm haunted woods um it'd be cool if they brought it back um but i don't think it's gonna happen they do a currently we actually were gonna go today but due to some unforeseen circumstances didn't get the chance they do a halloween activity they call it pumpkin days which yeah. is currently going on right now have you ever had a chance to go to that um, I believe we did a couple of years ago for my nephew's birthday and you can do like a hayride or something like that. Right. I and go see so, the animals yeah. and then milk a cow or something like that. But it's, it's not the haunted woods by any means. Not the same. That's definitely a, a kid friendly one. Right. right. Geared for think, yeah. the younger generations. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like the Gardner Village witch hunt thing without the witches, but just kind of the farm atmosphere. Still the farm Halloween atmosphere, but nothing scary about it. Nope. It's nice to have a mix, though. Have some of That's the scary the... and have some of the fun, kooky Halloween yeah. stuff, too. Unless the chickens start chasing you. That's pretty scary. That would be frightening. You You kind of mentioned this, but they probably won't bring it back. It just doesn't seem like it's in the cards, but I feel there is a lack of this kind of environment for a haunted house that needs to be filled. 
we won't talk about it today, but there was the haunted village that this is the place, which was great. There's the haunted forest, but that's all the way down in our favorite place in Utah County. There is one up in Logan that I think is called Haunted Hollow. I've never been to that one, but it's one I'd like to visit eventually because I, I like the old school, just like, like you said, that outside right. haunted feeling. Like even the corn mazes a little bit, but it's not, it's not the same as having like a farm type scenario and setting. There's something extra creepy and fun about that to me. I don't know if you feel the same. Yeah, yeah. There's something magical about being outside and, a little... and and creepy at the same time, knowing that somebody could be hiding behind a tree or something like that, or be coming out of anywhere. When you go in a haunted house, inside haunted houses, it's kind of even though that article said it's kind of predictable when they came out of the haunted woods, but sometimes it's really predictable inside as well because you know where they're going to be hiding. Or in the woods, you don't know. No way. There could be a hole with somebody in it. Exactly. It just fits into my favorite type of scary movie and favorite kind of period of scary. Like The Village, the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Love that movie because just the old, kind of the old-timey scariness to it. The Headless Horseman, Legend of Sleepy Hollow with the ghosts and... And just kind of the olden days. I don't mind shows and you know movies that take place in, in these times. There's something special about the days of yore. Those types of scary things for me. I agree with you. I I think it'd be fun. I mean, we we're talking about internet, but even back in the nineties we had phones and TVs and stuff like that. So I think it always I think we talked about this when we did this is the place park but it'd just be fun to spend a week or two completely disconnected yeah disconnected yeah well this is our official plea to willer farm to bring back the haunted for haunted woods maybe it wouldn't be the same maybe they had to get rid of it like you said because of the the whippersnappers the shenanigans (laughs) cornfields the shenanigans that were going on but I'd love to see – maybe it's a saturated market, but I'd love to see more stuff like that utilize the the Utah – The scenery. The scenery, yeah. yeah. The, the nature and areas that we have. Like do a canyon. Take one of these canyons. Like do something up Butterfield Canyon. Wouldn't that be cool? Nice and close. And <laughs> No, because that road is scary as it is. <laughs> yeah, but – Further down, maybe further down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it gets crazy. But yeah, doing something in the canyon, I think that'd be awesome. And it's it's sad that it's not something that exists. And maybe someday. Who knows? Someday. But let us know what you remember about the haunted woods at Wheeler Farm. Your favorite memories, if you remember anything specific, if you were scared or you weren't, let us know. Yeah, I'd be interested to know. And if you have pictures. If you have pictures. Somehow snuck a Polaroid in or your I don't even know what they call the old school camera. Your thirty-five millimeter, is that what it was? Cameras? 
Sounds like a gun. I don't know. I don't know. If you snuff one in. Or if you were a part of putting it on, who knows? Maybe even some of our listeners put on. Work there. Work there. You work there. And they had pictures from cast party. I don't know. We'd love to see pictures. We'd love to hear about it. I'll try and find what I can. Not super promising for my prospects, but. Yeah, I've tried to find, couldn't find anything. There's something out there and I'll find it. You'll find it. Use the Wayback Machine. Well, the good news is Willow Farm's still there. Just not the haunted aspect of it. I'm sure there's got to be some paranormal activity there though as well, right? Oh yeah, it has 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 to to be be haunted. Has to be haunted. And let us know what other haunted attractions of older days that you want to hear about next time from us. Yeah. Like the old mill. Thanks for listening to This Is A Place Podcast. See you next week. In this town we call home. Hope you enjoy this episode. La 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 Thanks for listening.